0: to the Caregiver's Toolbox podcast, tools to help you with everyday caregiving. My name is Ryan McKennaff, the owner of Men Women Home Care, and today we're talking about family gatherings and seniors. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number two of the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. My name is Ryan McKennaff and I'm here with Janet. And today we're going to be talking about how to best include an older loved one during family holiday gatherings, whether that gathering is for just five people or 50 people. Everybody's trying to have great conversation, have great food, enjoy each other's company. And we want to make sure that you have a great plan to execute when you have an older adult that is going to be attending one of these family gatherings. So what's going on, Janet? How are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. I'm I'm battening down the hatches and getting ready for the holidays myself. <sighs> and uh, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Excellent, excellent. Um, so we're going to start out with the first thing that I would imagine somebody needs to talk about. If you think chronologically throughout the day, is going to be the transportation and getting somebody prepared to to take the journey to some, uh, a loved one's house. Correct?
1: Yes, I think that um, you know a lot of times there are many families where somebody in the family is going to go in pick up mom or dad or grandma, or if you're lucky great-grandma, and bring her to the house. And you want to be um, prepared to make sure you have what you need once you get to the house. And um, once they're all ready to go and dressed and waiting by the window looking for you, when you get to the go in, um, I think it's always helpful to say, you know, do you have everything? Do you have a sweater in case you're cold? If um, ask them if there's any medications they have to take in the course of the day and you want to make sure that you either have their pill box or you have the actual bottle so you know what it is they're supposed to take and any other things that they might need in the course of the day. If it's someone that has trouble getting in and out of a car, um, sometimes you want two people to go along just to safely get them in and out. And uh, a lot of people have issues these days. It's best not to send the person with the SUV to pick up mom or dad because it's too hard for them to climb up into the treehouse to get in the car. So you want to think about those things.
0: And I was just going to say, even though somebody might be willing to go pick up grandma... Just because you have a pickup truck that can go through the snow doesn't necessarily mean that's the best vehicle to pick grandma up in.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We have that, that problem all the time. So many people have bigger cars now.
0: <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I, one of the next steps that I think that's involved with this after you can get, uh, you have an idea of how to get uh, grandma, great grandma, if you're lucky, like you said, to whoever's home is, is dealing with safety in the home, right? Absolutely. So... So some of the basic things that when we're talking with a client, and these are just kind of the the bare minimums that we suggest when somebody's getting older, is you get rid of a lot of the throw rugs in the house because that's a tripping hazard. Really, anything that's a tripping hazard is, is um, best to uh, remove and put into the spare bedroom or the office just to get it out of the way. Um, another thing that people might not think about but makes a big difference is that you know, a lot of older adults, whether they're in a wheelchair, but a lot of them are using a walker for for assistance walking. Um, removing some of the doors from the door hinges can open up the the door frame enough that a walker can get through it, and that can make life a lot easier for people. And also, it brings you a little bit more room for people to move through the house as well, and not have the the door be impeding that movement, but it's also great for the senior as well. Um, another thing that's that's big is things that are low to the ground, and we'll put this these three into that category of toys, pets, and children. Um, though they're all amazing on their own right, they are not necessarily the best thing to have running around and on the ground when somebody is unsteady on their feet. So um, making sure that pets are... Uh, put into the spare room or, or removed from an area that the senior is going to be in. Um, toys are taken off the ground, or maybe they're played with, with the children in a separate room so that there's less of a chance of tripping and falling and things like that. Um, and also, the, the one of the more important things is bathrooms. Um, you know, having somebody be designated to help somebody at least get in and out of the bathroom, opening up the door for a person. So they have privacy, uh, and they have access to get in and out of the bathroom is very important because if somebody's going to be there for five hours or eight hours, they're eventually going to be needing to use the uh, restroom. So those are some things just around the, the house. Would you agree that are needed or do you think there are some things that need to be added?
1: No, I think those are all very good points. I mean, the idea of toys and kids and pets, uh, one of the issues with them is they're not stationary. No. They're they're constantly in motion. And sometimes, um, you know, if an elderly person is perfectly comfortable to sit in that nice stuffed chair in the living room and watch the show, then their kids can be playing with toys or whatever. But I think it's good if ahead of time someone decides... Who's going to keep an eye on mom or who's going to keep an eye on dad? And maybe even take turns. You you, or one of your kid, older kids are there for a little while and then maybe your sister comes in or someone else. And it's just a matter of letting them be, letting them enjoy, but keeping an eye on things.
0: Absolutely. And I'm not here to say that you're going to get the kids to stay in one room with all the toys for Never eight hours. going to happen. No. But it's just being <laughs> cognizant of trying to do your best in the situation and realizing that, it might be an uphill challenge, but it's a worthy challenge to take on. Uh, so so kind of the next step that we had decided was, was social engagement. And, and can you expand on how to help out mom or dad with the social engagement aspect of these family gatherings?
1: Yeah, I found both through professional experience and personal experience that a number of elderly people have hearing issues. And people think that if you talk louder, it's going to help. And all it is really is more noise. In fact, oftentimes what people do when there's a lot of noise in a room is they shut their hearing aids off. So now they're hearing less than they otherwise would. So to be aware of that. And the best thing you can do is make sure you have the person's attention and ask a simple question. Um, If there's kids running around and they're screaming and the hearing aid's not on, you want to be able to still make contact and let them enjoy themselves. Maybe you just touch mom on the shoulder or something and say, isn't the tree nice? You have communication. They're not isolated. But uh, understand that a lot of noise is both... um, It's hard to hear, they don't understand, and it's also sometimes painful and tiring. So that can be one of the bigger issues. Um, It's also easier if one or two people are having a conversation or visiting with them. Maybe grandma is sitting in a chair in the corner, but somebody's over there just, just being with them, looking at the tree, talking to people, but not expecting her to be or him to be in the center of everything that's going on. Um, a lot of times, grandparents love to sit and just watch the kids with their toys. And they're in as much amazement because these toys didn't exist when they were little. So it can be fun for everyone. But it's kind of nice to have somebody that's the um, the team captain, so to speak, to help them enjoy the time.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's that balance of making sure somebody feels that they're not left out of the socialization. Absolutely. But also making sure that they are not over, over, they they don't feel like there's
1: overstimulated. Exactly. Thank
0: you for helping me out (laughs) on that one. Um, you know, and it's a fine line, so it's, it's not perfect, but it's, it's certainly something you can strive to do.
1: Yeah. And you don't want it to be a full-time job for one person because then they can't enjoy the day.
0: Absolutely. And so with, with that being said, you know, what, what about, We've, we've gotten through the cocktail hour, if you will, and now we're kind of getting to the the main meal, the, the, the ham or the turkey or whatever your family prefers to eat is 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 being cooked and it's ready to go. What about dietary restrictions for somebody that's older?
1: Well, it's important to know whether there's something that they should or should not eat. Um, and most older people are on a sodium-restricted diet, and a lot of people... The irony is that salt is what a lot of elderly people crave because as you get older, your sense of taste diminishes. So you give something flavor by dumping salt on it. So that's that's a, a catch-22 for them. But I think that for most people, they don't want to feel singled out. If, um, if you're sitting there with a whole bunch of people and you're 85, you want to be just like everybody else, and you don't want someone treating you like a child in a high chair. So I think oftentimes, if you know what it is to know what they can and cannot eat, and a lot of times the Christmas table is just packed with food and people are passing plates around. Sometimes it's easier to make mom or dad's plate. Just someone get up, you or a family member, and put what they like in a small portion on the plate and say, we're going to spare you from having to hand dishes around. And you put their plate in front of them with an appropriate portion and it it looks nice and it's enjoyable and you also have to remember if uh, as you mentioned earlier if they're in a wheelchair or if they have trouble getting up and out of a chair where you sit them Um, usually dad's at the head of the table on the holidays but maybe mom moves to the side so the wheelchair can come up to the end of the table you don't want to have grandma go have to sit at the kids table just because there's no room for her at the main table those kinds of things.
0: Absolutely. And, and in my opinion, whatever is easiest for the person that has the most physical trouble getting up or getting down is, is more important in the positioning of the table than anybody being at the head of the table or things like that. But that's just my personal opinion. And and some people might want to stick to tradition, but um, we've, now that we've gotten through dinner, everybody's tired. They're stuffed. The pie, they've had three pieces of pie too many. The
1: turkey's kicking in. Yeah, the turkey's <laughs>
0: kicking in and the wine and whatever else is going on. And everybody's tired. So if you're 40 or 50 years old and you're already tired, can what's going on with the eight-year-old that's been going since eight o'clock in the morning? What do we do about fatigue? What do we do when we can see that somebody's starting to run out of gas?
1: Well, that that's a time you have to really Be careful, because when someone is tired, us or anybody, um, you're more of a fall risk. And the kids are also tired, so they probably left the toys on the floor, and somebody forgot and let the dog back in, and so there's even more obstacles. So if uh, your mom or dad want to sit on the couch and relax, maybe they need a footstool to put their feet up, Um, maybe they want to just quietly sit. And not talk and just take in the scenery. My uh, my grandmother was notorious for after dinner, wanting to sit in a big chair that was near the tree and just sit there. And she was just happy looking at ornaments and seeing that the kids have grown up. And, and that's a nice thing because that's giving them good memories to take from the dinner. But as uh, the evening goes along, we need to remember that they still need enough energy to get ready for bed when they get home. So of all the revelers, someone who's the designated driver for grandma needs to recognize that maybe they're going to leave a little bit earlier than other people and make sure that they've had a chance to use the bathroom before you leave Um, and make sure that any gifts they have you put in a bag and said, okay, I'll bring them home in the car. And then you want to safely get them home and squared away in their house. And then they will have good memories just like you will have had good memories.
0: Absolutely. And and you want to leave enough in the tank to be able to get them home and get them in bed safely as well. You don't want to fall asleep in the back of the, the, the car and then figure out how the heck am I going to get them inside and get them right.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> and who's got the key to mom's house? Because if it's in the bottom of that purse, you could be out on a cold porch for a little bit. <laughs>
0: So hopefully this gives our listeners a better idea of how to plan for a day like this. Uh, Again, we at the Caregiver's Toolbox try to provide tools for everyday caregiving. So hopefully you found this beneficial. This will wrap up our second episode. We're really getting deep into it. (laughs) And if you have questions or comments, please reach out to us on Twitter, our handles at MWHomeCare. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great holiday. Thank you for listening to the Caregiver's Toolbox podcast, which is brought to you by Minute Women Home Care Services, located in Lexington, Massachusetts. Call us at 1-844-BEST-CARE if you have caregiving questions or needs. For comments regarding the podcast, find us on Twitter. Our handle is at MWHomeCare. Thanks again, and we look forward to hearing from you.